Good evening, everyone. I know we have a bit of a hot mic tonight. That's fine. We never say anything terrible anyway. We love you guys. We love what we talk about here. We don't have my lovely face tonight because I was struck by a horrible attack of allergies and my eyes are all red and my nose is just, just, it's awful. You don't want to see it. Just take my word for it. It's terrible. But thank you all for joining me. Anyway, enjoy this psychedelic video from... Wake Up Waverly that we play before every evening's episode. It's very um, trippy and I like it. We're going to be talking tonight mainly about the conversation around ultra supreme MAGA white supremacist Trump supporters that violently attack pro LGBT, eh, you know what I mean, pro LGBT blah 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 demonstrators. Um, I'm going to open it with this tweet because it's fantastic. This is from Erica Marsh, whom I'm not convinced is a real person, and I will show you why. See, this is her picture. Proud Democrat, former field organizer to elect President Biden, volunteer for the Obama Foundation, she slash her blue heart. She only follows 100 people, and someone raises this interesting point. Erica Marsh's profile picture seems to have been lifted from a German consulting website, which is no longer live on the web. If you needed any further info that this account is fake, I do believe that this account absolutely is fake, but it tweets ridiculous things like this, so we will see what she has to say. She got an awesome community note, because she said, breaking Ultra MAGA white supremacist Trump supporters violently attack pro LGBT demonstrators outside of a Glendale, California school board meeting. Do we have an echo, dear? Andy is checking the mic for me here. And I realize now that I pull this up that you actually can't see the community note anymore, which means that enough people have voted against it. Let's see if I can find you guys the original. Let's see if we can go to my. Usually I like to take screenshots of these because they come and go. I know it's strange, but they disappear and reappear at apparently their own leisure. So let's see if we can see it. Yeah, here we go. There is no indication that any of the protesters were white supremacists or Trump supporters. The truth about these protesters was that many of these parents were Armenian Parents, Armenian immigrants who live in the city of Glendale in California, and Armenian immigrants are awesome. Andy works with some of them. Ben Shapiro was saying that he ended up working with some of them in his past because he lived near Glendale when he was in California. Uh, Really interesting stance they're taking on this. They're trying to pretend that these people are white supremacists when they don't even come from the U.S. and have, in fact, been recently, very recently, unfortunately, um exterminated by the Turkish people, if I recall correctly, because Cenk of the Young Turks denies their genocide, which is fascinating, and I was looking them up this evening, and I found that a bunch of anti-Armenian posters had been spread around this neighborhood saying that um, the genocide wasn't enough, people need to go further, etc. Really uncool stuff, but they're already facing pushback from their own community, And they are deciding to take things into their own hands when it comes to this ridiculous wokeness. Now, this highly transcends all, pretty much all, ideological boundaries. The only people who are really behind it tend to be white people who don't have kids, which is a fascinating thing to realize, right? The people who have children, the people who care about their kids, across the aisle understand that children should not be exposed to this. I mean, it's the simplest thing in the world. Seriously, give me a break. How can you argue in favor of this stuff if you actually have children? You absolutely can't. But people are pushing it because they don't have kids and they need to spread their ideas anyway. So let's scoot on down in this article. Several fights broke out between Antifa and parental rights activists Tuesday night outside the Glendale Unified School District's administration building in Glendale, California during a school board meeting discussing LGBT curriculum. Law enforcement arrested three individuals amid the mayhem after the protests exceeded the bounds of peaceful assembly, the Glendale Police Department announced Tuesday night. Following the Glendale School Board's decision to incorporate LGBT pride festivals and celebrations into June school days, dozens of parents pulled students from classrooms with some elementary schools seeing only 40% of students showing up for class on June 2nd. Good. Good. 
Additional documents revealed that Glendale staff have attempted to incorporate LGBT material and ideology into their curriculum. One assistant principal even told staff to teach children that every person is by default queer and socialist. Holy moly. That's strong stuff. Great work, everyone. Parents from the traditionally conservative Armenian and Hispanic communities, that's right, known white supremacists, Armenians, and white nationalist uh, Hispanics in Glendale, plan to protest the board's decision at an upcoming school board meeting. Antifa Southern California called for activists to counter-protest against these parents whom they labeled hate groups. Right, because the parents of the children who go to these schools form their own hate groups when they push back against ideologies that they don't like. Several parents told Glendale's board that they were concerned with Glendale transgender policies, such as allowing students of the opposite sex to use the same bathrooms and locker rooms, putting their children at risk. Um, One father told the board, I graduated from Glendale in 96 and I have two daughters. My daughter's afraid to change in the locker room because she knows a guy could come into the room. When I asked the principal, he told me there was no cross-gender bathroom policies. I would trust your daughter over the guy who has a vested interest in lying to you. She's the one who's afraid. She's the one who has something to something to lose here. The principal doesn't care. He doesn't care about your daughter. She's just another face in the crowd. Other parents previously told the Daily Signal that their children cha- changed in locker rooms with students of the opposite sex multiple times and that this is standard practice in Glendale. The father finished by telling the Glendale board, all of these fake people, pointing to several masked crowd members, he is correct about that, they are fake, are going to go away and we are going to vote every one of you out. out." So he's pointing to the school board and he's right, he's right. Those people are fake. Those people are a psyop. They are astroturfed. They are called in by Antifa activists who don't have their own kids. They only care about promoting their stupid gender ideology. About 42 minutes into the meeting, Board President Nayiri Nahabedian stopped the public comment session as law enforcement locked the building down due to disturbances outside. The board meeting went on to recess for almost 20 minutes while police attempted to manage the situation. According to footage from LA news networks and on-site independent journalists, masked progressive protesters in pink bandanas and progress flags traded blows with Armenian and Hispanic parents. So... What Erica fails to mention in her silly tweet is that there actually weren't a whole lot of white parents even at this um, exchange of blows. They were mostly minority parents, immigrant parents from Mexico and from Armenia. Glendale police then announced over loudspeaker that the assembly was now considered unlawful and ordered the crowds of protesters to disperse. Then they arrested at least three members of the crowd on various charges. The department did not specify either the affiliation of the suspects or the charges involved. I did notice that. I'm willing to bet that they are... <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, see? Going? There you go. It's my allergies. It's allergy season. I hope you all are celebrating with lots of tissue and allergy medicine. I'm trying to hold off on the allergy medicine because I don't fully know what it does to unborn babies. And I don't really want to find out. So... Powering through it. We can do this. I saw an article today about why hay fever is so bad this year. Didn't have a chance to read it, but now I kind of want to because this is no joke. I hate it. Anyway, the department did not specify either the affiliations or the suspects or the charges involved. Right. Many of the speakers claim it is essential to teach children about LGBT topics, even though critics claim some of the materials are sexually explicit, even pornographic. They don't just claim that. They can literally show you the pictures from the books that are taught in the classrooms. I hope that clears it up. Schools should teach kids to grow up in a diverse world where different colors, religions, and sexualities. One woman shouted at the board. Most of the pro-LGBT speakers shouted over the microphones, causing it to short out momentarily. That's the only way they can communicate. That's the only way they can get anyone to listen to them. They are not a persuasive bunch. Ekim says, well, Tim Pool is apparently turning Mexicans into Nazis. I did hear about that. Absolute nonsense, but we should have known even before that this this would be the tack they would take. And it's so interesting to me because LGBT stuff has nothing to do with race, right? Seriously, think about that. That's something I realized the other night. I was like, wait, what? These are white supremacists. They're literally talking about LGBT stuff and they're not interested in their kids being taught that stuff. Okay, what about that is white supremacist? What does that have to do with race? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Crazy, 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 crazy stuff. 
but this is intersectionality and you can expect it to get worse. In fact, up in Canada, there was a teacher who roasted a student, a Muslim student, for not wanting to participate in Pride, saying, quote, you don't belong here. Wild stuff. So I guess this is how the hierarchy crumbles, right? You can have migrants, you can care about all the different people from different places. <laughs> Whisper says, bless you, Lids. Thank you. I appreciate that. You can talk a big game about how much you respect and appreciate other people from other countries. When it comes down to it, the U.S. is the most progressive place in the world. The U.S. is the California of the world. And unfortunately, where the U.S. goes, other countries followers follow for our sins. And one of the things we've been saying is that there is a very clear hierarchy of victims. And it turns out that the LGBT mafia are at the top of the heap. And below them somewhere, doesn't really matter where, to the left are people from other countries, minorities with actual different skin colors, people who are actually struggling to make life happen in the U.S. They don't care about these people. And we know this. We know this. This is not news to us, but it's just being highlighted here and it's good for everybody to remember. Let's read a little bit about this Edmonton police, public school teacher talking about how um, Muslims have to accept pride. It's never going to happen, by the way. You think Christians are intolerant? Intolerant is a strong word. People who believe strong religious principles are not going to tolerate certain things, and that is exactly how it should be. Christians are too tolerant for their own good, and I say that measuredly, okay? We saw the, um, oh my gosh, the Vatican, was it? Flying this ridiculous progress pride flag. The Holy See, right? They put up the progress pride flag, and they're just like, this is so great, look at this. And I said, you know what? This wouldn't be happening if Christians weren't too tolerant, I said. And I know I made it sound in my initial tweet like tolerance was a positive thing. It's not. I'm pretty sure it's the, to blame for half of this stuff that's going on now. Let's read this article. In a particularly stark illustration of what appears to be a growing rift between Muslim communities and the Canadian public school system, an Edmonton teacher was allegedly caught on tape lambasting Muslim students who are shooing in school pride celebrations. Quote, you're, oh my gosh, you're out to lunch if you think it's acceptable not to show up because there are pride activities going on at school, says the unnamed Londonderry school teacher in a two-minute recording which appears to be directed against one individual student. And this tweet says, you can't be Canadian if you don't believe people can't marry whoever they want. You don't belong here. A teacher at Londonderry Junior High School in Edmonton, Canada, tells Muslim pupils off tells Muslim pupils off for skipping school to avoid LGBT pride events. The teacher begins her dressing down by saying there was a, a no complaint from the non-Islamic student, spot, student body when the Muslim holiday of Ramadan was recently acknowledged during Lion Time, a daily 20-minute session of orientation and news. It goes two ways, she says. If you want to be respected for who you are, if you don't want to suffer prejudice for your religion your color, skin, your whatever, then you better give it back to people who are different than you. The teacher then references the recent passage of a bill in the African country of Uganda that prescribes capital punishment for what it deems aggravated homosexuality, homosexual acts committed against children or the disabled. This would be, this would be rape. Consensual homosexual acts, which are already illegal in Uganda, are now punishable by life in prison. It's a very interesting article a very interesting um, case from Edmonton. Uh, I'm curious if this gets worse and continues. She kind of has a point saying that if you expect Ramadan celebrations, you should also expect pride stuff. And kind of yes, but kind of no, because Muslims actually do hold their religion very seriously. I'll just put it this way. Muslims hold their faith just as seriously as left-wing activists hold the faith of pride and progress and that stupid flag they're flying everywhere. So it's definitely a clash of religions at this point, And I think that's exactly what we're seeing here. So let's hop over to some more news about Muslims. Children stomp on pride flags as Christian and Muslim parents protest LGBT indoctrination in Ottawa schools. So this is also coming from Canada, which is really exciting. I heard too, that Canadian parents are pulling a lot of their kids out of these schools to protest these ridiculous classes. And I have to say, I am impressed. I was thinking about it, though. 
uh, they are Canadian parents, technically, that's true, but they're not actually Canadian. They're immigrant parents. They're parents with actual strong religious beliefs. Canadian parents with no strong religious beliefs aren't pulling their kids out of the classes. Canadian parents are at least as um, complacent as Americans, which is pathetic, but that's why we're going the same way they are, which is exciting. So let's read this ridiculously ad-laden article from the post-millennial. On Friday, hundreds of concerned parents, children, and allies gathered in Ottawa to take part in the education over indoctrination protest against LGBT content in schools. During the protest, kids from Muslim families fed up with gender indoctrination in their classrooms stomped on pride flags, garnering cheers from the crowd. And here's the tweet from the post-millennial. Christians and Muslims' parents joined forces on the streets of Ottawa to fight against gender ideology. Kids stomp pride flags. Chance of leave our kids alone. That is so great, and I could not be happier to hear that. But you know, you know that Canada is not going to look kindly upon this stuff, so... Deborah Mueller says, Holy See, the government of the Roman Catholic Church, which is led by the Pope, is the Bishop of Rome. That is correct. That's why it floored me to see the Progress Pride flag outside their building. Absolutely nuts. This is this is the way the West is crumbling. Seriously. And somebody tweeted um, in response in Russian something along the lines of, yeah, this is what you get. This is why the West is falling apart. And frankly, I think you deserve it. And I would just, it was like, I, I can't can't even disagree because this is what we signed up for. This is what we're pushing on other countries. This is actual colonialism when we go into other countries and plant this stupid, ridiculous flag. Let's continue on here so we can get out of this ridiculous ad-heavy site. Footage from the protest captured the moment the children, seemingly at the direction of their parents, stood atop a selection of small pride flags scattered on the ground and began stomping. The crowd cheered them on, with some older members coming over to shake their hands and voice their approval. I can't say I blame them. This is only going to get worse. Many of the Muslims in the crowd got into it with far-left counter-protesters chanting, Leave the kids alone. Members of the faith have joined their Christian counterparts in the fight against modern gender ideology as of late, a fact that has confused many progressives. Comments on the topic by a high school teacher in Edmonton recently went viral. Right, this we just talked about. Right, right, right. That was exciting. A Muslim mother and her son describe why they joined the education over indoctrination protest in Ottawa. Let's see if we can listen to this. Andy, what are the odds this is going to work? Let's see. I care about kids. I care about our kids. I don't want the kids to learn this because they are kids. They're not adults. When they are, they can do whatever they want to do. That is very loud. That's pretty loud. She is basically saying these kids should not be learning this because they're not adults. It cannot get simpler than that. And I really appreciate what she is yelling at the top of her lungs, to be honest there, because, and I completely understand being that upset about it. She's correct. We agree with the Muslims on this 100%. And there's a reason. <sighs> I felt for a really long time that the Muslims had a little bit of an idea when they said something along the lines of the West is really going to be in trouble soon. Because I was looking around and I was like, holy cow, we are really going to be in trouble soon. They were basing it on their religion. I was basing it on what it just looked like to me. And I was like, I think they might be right here. I don't agree with Islam on 99% of their concepts. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, we can agree on this one. You're right about that. In an interview with the post-millennial, a Muslim mother explained that she was outraged by what was being taught to her son about boy, boy, girl, marry, girl, right? Her son echoed those sentiments. Some of the anger stemmed from a recent notice sent out by the Ottawa School Board telling staff they should go use they, them pronouns for all students when classes go back in session in September in an attempt to avoid, quote, misgendering. Yes, so that's the other breaking news about this story, which is just so fun and exciting on a similar topic and this is like the main thrust of today's story um today's show and i'm not going to be able to go too much longer go join the locals chat if you're not already over there thank you everybody for joining us in our chat on youtube breitbart reports that a maryland democrat says muslim families sided with quote white supremacists for flagging sexual material in class and once again i have to emphasize how freaking weird this is that this has become a topic of so-called white supremacy, right? Like, seriously, think about that. 
What does saying don't teach my kid about dildos have to do with white supremacy? Absolutely nothing. But they can't say that these parents don't want grooming. They have to explain them as somebody actually bad. And the worst thing they can think of because they're, you know, elementary, honestly, they're cavemen, is white supremacists. They have nothing else. So here we go. A Maryland Democrat and said Muslim families have sided with white supremacists for speaking out against LGBTQQIAAP2S plus materials being taught in the classrooms. I hate these acronyms so much. The comment came from Democrat Kristen Mink, a member of the Montgomery County Council for District 5, doing a school board meeting on Tuesday night. This issue has, unfortunately, does put some Muslim families on the same side of an issue as white supremacists and outright bigots, said Mink. I would beg her for evidence that white supremacists are who is leading the charge against this. I would not put you in the same category as those fo- those folks, although, you know, it's complicated because they're falling on the same side of this particular issue. Yes, it turns out that people can't agree on things. Now, I don't think that any white supremacists were, abs- were involved at all, as we saw in that community note on Erica Marsh's tweet. But I do know that people across the spectrum can 100, can and do 100% agree on the facts behind this. So let's read on. According to Fox News, she made the comment after Muslim children from the district spoke out against their parents' inability to opt out of lessons they deemed violated their faith. She further argued that Muslim parents have no right to opt their children out of textbooks highlighting all of these stupid alphabet mafia issues, editorialization, my own. That is equity, said Mink. That's not an infringement on, you know, particular religious freedoms, just as we cannot allow folks to opt out of teachings about evolution. Interesting because India as an entire country actually just stopped teaching the theory of evolution in their classrooms, which I don't know much about. I just saw it go by and found it interesting. Richard Hananiah, who is not a right-leaning gentleman, says Muslims in Montgomery County protesting against LGBT books in school. The other side appears all white, mostly women. Selling immigrants on hating liberals would be the easiest thing in the world to do if conservatives had a real interest in winning. That's right, and we do, and it's starting to happen. Muslim Girl gives stirring defense of religious freedom that could have been written by Moms for Liberty. Mom Man follows her speech with an Allahu Akbar. Oh my goodness. So yeah, they are uh, they're on the same page as Moms for Liberty. And speaking of Moms for Liberty, I want to show you guys what's up with them lately. Moms for Liberty. Moms for Liberty co-founder torches SPLC's extremist label, We Are Not Going to Stop. The Southern Poverty Law Center referred to the group as an anti-government government organization. Now, I referred to this last night in my audio-only spaces on Twitter. This is wild stuff, but it's kind of a badge of honor. This is something that Matt Walsh mentioned today as well. If you are doing something right, you are going to end up on the SPLC's hate list. The SPLC's 2022 Year in Hate and Extremism Report added the label to the Florida-based nonprofit Tuesday, saying it can be spotted at school board meetings across the country wearing shirts and carrying signs that declare, we do not co-parent with the government. How dare they? They are such obvious white supremacists since the government is um, a minority that's not in power. Okay, that kind of falls apart there, but that's kind of my point. And I actually was sparring with a leftist today on Twitter, and I said, oh, they were talking about, race um race changing a role for i think rapunzel and she was like oh the casual racism in these comments and i was like what casual racism are you talking about it's casually racist to just change an originally white role so that a brown person is playing in it that's actual casual racism you know what you should be doing is creating new interesting dynamic roles for these brown people so that they can be involved in a really actual organic way and they can have their own space to do their own, you know, emphasize their own character traits or whatever they want to do. And she said, oh, well, you consider yourself, quote, a proud American, so you should probably not comment on this. And I was like, okay, first of all, we're done here. But second of all, she's clearly subscribing to this ideology that says that people who fight for something like kids' rights are, quote, white supremacists. In what world is being proud of the country you live in instead of being proud of LGBTQIAA plus BS? 
considered racist. Nowhere. But this is what the left has successfully done. They have used the rhetoric so well. It's absolutely wild. SPLC, very proud of this. In 2022, we tracked 1,225 hate and anti-government groups across the U.S. Right, because in your quest to fight for the little man, it happened that you ended up fighting against anti-government groups. That's wild. Good stuff. So, carry on, SPLC. Very proud of you. I Hopefully, I can be like a one-person hate group moving forward. Oh, yeah. This is why they're calling them white supremacists in this instance. Because they say CRT is racist. The SPLC will then say they don't want black history to be taught. It's a very, very tenuous connection that they're pushing anyway. But when it comes to the whole championing children... Um, they do not have a leg to stand on. There's nothing to do with um, African-American history in there. They're just talking about books like Gender Queer that are actual pornography being taught to children. All right, you guys, that is kind of crummy news, but I do have a good news, and then we will wrap it up because tonight's going to be short because I'm dying. New Gallup poll debunks myth of inevitable left-wing cultural change. A new Gallup poll out Tuesday, Thursday, reveals a shift towards social conservatives not seen in over a decade. What? And he's making faces at me. Oh, I was just saying you're doing great, babe. Oh, uh, he's being encouraging. I'm feeling sick. Yeah, I look like I've been smoking a lot of um, the devil's <laughs> lettuce because my eyes are so red. I looked in the mirror and I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot show these to other people. So we got to figure out how to do this without my face. Um, According to Gallup's annual values and beliefs survey conducted May 1st to 24th, social conservatism is entering a renaissance in the United States. Did you guys know this? This is actually incredibly good news. And this is among young people, too. Really interesting. With an eight-point jump in the last two years, yeah, since Biden was elected, 38% of respondents identified as, quote, very conservative or conservative on social issues, The highest level since 2012, just 29% claim to be, quote, very liberal or liberal. That is wild. I'm so happy to hear that. So here's a tweet from IA Polls 2022, Interactive Polls. Social conservatism in the U.S. highest in about a decade. Wow. So you guys should definitely go check that out for now. Um, the The increase in conservative identification on social issues over the past two years is seen among nearly all political and demographic subgroups. Yeah. The survey comes at a time when many states are considering policies regarding transgender matters. Thank you, Gallup, for not saying transgender rights, because these are not transgender rights. Transgender people have human rights. Anything more than that is not a right. It is a privilege, and I will hear nothing else on the topic. The survey comes at a time when many states, right, 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 abortion, crime, drug use, and the teaching of gender and sexuality in schools. It also comes at a time when leftists have respectfully lost their minds. Thank you, Federalists, for being respectful about that. It's very hard to contest. The glorification of transgender interventions for children and the guarantee of abortion on demand have become hallmarks of the left-wing cultural agenda that alienate Americans. A new poll out from Summit.org with McLaughlin and Associates in October found 75% or 3 in 4 Americans agree that transgender movement has gone too far. This year's Pride Month included a clothing line designed by a literal Satanist and the pro-trans apparel for children. If the polls are in doubt, take a look at Target stock in free fall. Yes, undeniable. Meanwhile, laws passed by Republican legislatures to protect children from the permanent procedures promoted by radical trans activists have provoked left-wing insurrectionists and other demonstrations at state capitals across the country, including Tennessee, Montana, Kansas, Kentucky, Florida, Oklahoma, and Missouri. Right, but these people, remember, these people aren't insurrectionists. They are all freedom fighters saying the necessary stuff to keep democracy rolling. Good stuff. Yesh says, puff, puff, pass. I wish that were the case. I would be much more relaxed and having a lot more fun. But instead, I just sound mildly miserable. I only look like I've been having fun. More recent poll from the Washington Post published last month forced the paper to concede that mass vast majority of Americans are with Republicans on transgender issues. Most Americans support anti-trans policies favored by GOP, poll shows, reads the headline. Ha, 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 ha. And you can quote me on that. 
Most Americans don't believe it's even possible to be a gender that difficult differs from that assigned at birth, the Post reported begrudgingly, I'm sure. A 57% majority of adults said that a person's gender is determined from the start, with 43% saying it can differ. Americans definitely don't endorse the complete erasure of sex through the admission of men in women's sports. More than 6 in 10 adults told the Washington Post they do not want biological men in women's leagues. Of course not. This is the stupidest, simplest topic. I actually saw the story, a story out of Nevada of a Korean uh, women's spa that was being forced to accept a trans-identifying uh, trans male who has not gone through any surgery. So he is, as they say, unfortunately, fully intact and intent on spending time naked with naked women who feel incredibly vulnerable and uncomfortable being put in this position. So, And I feel really bad for this um, Korean spa because they are probably going to lose a ton of business if women don't feel safe there. Um, and women are in a hard place because they don't. You might not want to leave the spa, but you just can't make it happen. You're just like, you know what? There's no way for me to make this work. I got to go somewhere else. Totally get it. But the the spa owner is a Christian and in Seattle that puts a target on his back. Regardless of his nationality, it turns out. On abortion, an overwhelming majority of Americans are turned off by the left's demand to remove any and all restrictions, which is quite a departure from the Clinton era safe, legal, and rare mantra. As Beth Whitehead wrote in these pages, 72% of registered voters surveyed in a Harvard-Harris poll last summer supported abortion restrictions at least as strict, as strict as a ban on abortions after 15 weeks, like the Mississippi law at issue in Dobbs. And I just have to interject here because Donald Trump is on record as saying DeSantis did the wrong thing by pushing a six-week abortion ban. It occurs to me that a vast majority of Americans would probably completely disagree with him which might surprise him because he's been sounding more and more lefty lately. But I just wanted to throw that in there because it seems to not be the case at all that most people view these kinds of tight restrictions on abortions as being restrictive in any way. A Knights of Columbus and Marist poll out last year also found 71% of Americans want abortion heavily restricted. 71% of Americans support some restrictions on abortion illegal after the first trimester. The first trimester is the first... 16 weeks? 12 weeks? I don't even know. I'm in the middle of it and I have no idea what it is. I can't keep up with the trimesters. I just keep up with the weeks. So I'm 20 weeks right now and we didn't tell anyone about this until we were about 12 weeks in. Yeah, so 12 weeks is about the first trimester. Yeah, and Trump was saying that six weeks was excessive. Too soon. Wild. Wild to me. Only in cases of rape or incest. Only to save life of mother. Not allowed under any circumstances. 93% of Republicans, 70% of independents, and nearly half of Democrats support this. This is a very widely held understanding of abortion. And I just have to say, I think that's awesome. I'm so glad Dobbs, uh, Roe v. Wade was overturned. We are coming up on the one-year anniversary, and I could not be happier. It's such a weight off. Gallup's results published Thursday illustrate how culture, just like politics, is a pendulum. Remember that abortion bans were illegal in all 50 states until last summer, when the conservative Supreme Court majority finally overturned the 1973 decision of Roe v. Wade. Tides turn, public opinion changes. An op-ed published in USA Today this week called on corporations to endorse radical transgenderism and proclaimed businesses that practice real Pride Month allyship will be on the right side of history. But will they? The growing population of sterile detransitioners suggests otherwise. Wow, that is a stark thing to leave this article on. Entirely correct. Entirely correct. Zidden says, guy here, no idea, but try suggests a third. A month is four weeks, so 12 weeks. Yes, yeah, something like that. Unfortunately, um, a pregnancy is not actually 39 weeks or whatever most people think it is. It's closer to 40, sometimes 41. I'm seeing closer to 42 weeks. It really is whatever works for your body, but it's not quite what people think it is. But yeah, you might be right. Um, that Zach O says, poor this week with an arrow pointing to himself. Same, same. We are, as I've mentioned before, right in the middle of moving down to the promised land of Florida. And as you guys know, moving is an expensive undertaking. All right. Yes. Thank you so much for your super chat. 
Appreciate that. That Zacho says, headed to the spa. Don't do it. Don't do it. I know it's tempting. It was very tempting. Adrian Curry, when I remarked about Lululemon not being able to call the cops on Robert, she said, let's go over to Lululemon. And I was like, sure, why not? You get a huge discount, I'm told. Absolutely nuts. But I also wanted to share an article that Elon Musk actually posted. So let's look at this one. Another uplifting post, this time from The Telegraph, so not a common source of good news. The cult of gender ideology is finally disintegrating. A recent findings reveals recent findings reveal that Susie Green had influence over policy at the Tavistock Clinic, a woman should, who should have never had any authority. Oh my gosh. Can't read, but we're almost done. Susie Green and her child Jackie Green who spent their 16th birthday uh, receiving gender-affirming surgery. What a horrible, heinous, devilish... Oh my gosh. This person does not deserve the title of mother. I'm sorry. Only by technicality is she a mother. Susie Green, the former chief executive of Mermaids, oh yes, who stood down unexpectedly last year, has been hiding in plain sight for so long that I sincerely hope we can see her clearly now. How this woman was ever allowed to have so much influence over vulnerable children, never mind medical professionals, is frankly disturbing. She's a former IT consultant with no medical training, unless you count the fact that she won 2016's Sparkle Diversity Champion of the Year as a specialized qualification. What? The article goes on. I certainly do not. No, I don't either. The story of how much power she came to have remains shocking. If you guys are not familiar with Tavistock, Tavistock was the UK's gender transition clinic that recently shut down or is in the process of shutting down because they realized that kids actually do come out of this. It actually is a phase and we need to recognize it as such or risk malpractice and honestly good for them. They, they're, the UK is so far behind us in terms of free speech, but when it comes to actually having a small modicum of common sense when it comes to gender identity stuff they are actually ahead of us so interesting how the tips fall all right let's see here the organization she ran was once not controversial it was a support group for children and parents of kids with gender issues until she got her hands on it it became an activist and lobby group receiving hundreds of thousands of pounds in lottery funding and grants and was hired by the department of education to provide training on gender identity in schools As with Stonewall, it has a huge reach into key institutions and the usual gormless celebrity support. Indeed, there is a lot of that. We now find that Green herself had directed influence on policy at the Gender Identity Development Surgery uh, Service, excuse me, at the Tavistock. After being told that the Tavistock did not have any records of meeting with Green, when threatened by court action, miraculously found 300 pages of them. These people are liars. That alone should be reason enough to shut them down. They reveal that Green spoke directly to the director, Dr. Polly Carmichael, had advisory roles on two studies, and most scandalous of all, could refer children for treatment at the clinic even when their own GPs had repeatedly advised against it. This is kind of like what California is doing by threatening to take children from parents who don't like gender ideology which I don't think we're going to have time to get into this evening, but it is happening. Look it up. Uh, They reveal... Okay, the cast review, remember, effectively shut down GIDS as it was not fit for purpose. Indeed, this does not sound like it was fit for purpose at all. GIDS was in turmoil and dealing with a new cohort of distressed young women with gender dysphoria, number of girls jumped 5,000% in a seven-year period, but it's totally not a social contagion, guys. It's all in your head. These are just people who now feel more comfortable talking about it. These people are miserable. They are made miserable by gender ideology, and they are forced into surgeries. They have no right to be making decisions about, especially when they're of the age of minority. Cass found that there were no long-term follow-ups, even though nearly every child who was referred for prescribed puberty blockers went on to cross-sex hormones, which are used to transition from biological gender to desired gender. Puberty blockers are controversial because we don't have enough longitudinal studies to really understand their impact, which is why several countries such as Sweden and Norway write very advanced 
very wealthy, very solidly based countries have stopped them. The NHS site says they are not simply reversible. Research is showing that when distressed teens are given therapy, they are no longer wanting to change gender and many accept that they are gay. Puberty blockers tend to be the first step on a medical pathway that leads to cross-sex hormones and surgery. The other issue with green, which green should know well, is that if given too early, genitalia do not develop enough to make satisfactory, quote, new models. That is such a tactful way of putting that. This is what Jazz Jennings ran into. These kids may well lose their fertility and any chance of sexual pleasure. That is soul crushing. That is such a pivotal component of being a human being is having the option to have children and developing your relationship in a way that includes sex. There's an infamous TED talk and other YouTube videos of Green talking about what happened to her own son. He wanted a Barbie Rapunzel and other girl things. Her husband, she claimed, didn't like this girly boy. Later, he was whizzed off to the States at age 12 for puberty blockers and at 14 was out on estrogen. He spent seven hours on his 16th birthday on an operating table in Thailand in what is euphemistically called gender-affirming surgery. Good Lord, this woman is a child abuser. It sounds like she kidnapped her own son to make this happen against her husband's wishes. What an evil, sick, twisted person. Green explains this meant basically using the skin from the male organ to create a female organ. And she hadn't developed through full puberty yet, she being the improper pronoun for her son. So not to put too fine a point on it, there wasn't much to work with. That is the work of puberty blockers. This operation was done in Thailand as it is illegal to do that on a 16-year-old here. Good! Good! It's not, unfortunately, illegal to do on a 16-year-old in the U.S., which is frankly unbelievable to me. The U.S. is on the same page as Thailand when it comes to, quote, gender-affirming surgeries, and on the same page as Canada and the CCP when it came, at least before Roe was overturned, to abortion. Indeed, this is now illegal in Thailand. If this well-known information is not a red flag, I don't know what is. Yet this woman was, we now know, given carte blanche to overrule psychiatrists and medics and to push her dubious agenda. What is that agenda? It is a lucrative, yes, keyword, lucrative, invention of the trans child. I say lucrative because in the States, billions of dollars are projected to be made by surgeons and drug companies with lifelong medicalization being offered to 13-year-olds who've been diagnosed sometimes as young as four. Yeah, that's it. That's how they get it. And that is their entire motivation. This is an unbelievable cash cow. These people need medicine for the rest of their lives, um, which unfortunately aren't likely to be very long given the horrible condition that these surgeries can leave people in. Green herself has now chummed up with Dr. Helen Weberly of Gender GP, who was once suspended and who sells cross-sex hormones to under-16s, which is not allowed in the UK. This is done online with no counseling. Wow, sounds like that needs to stop. None of this is really about the trans rights of adults. It is about the pushing of extreme gender ideology onto distressed children. Any basic model of safeguarding has gone out the window. It is a complete negation of the duty to do no harm, and at its center is a woman who should never, ever have been given any authority. I really hope that for Susan Green, the game is finally up. I think that it may be because of what's going on with the Tavistack, but let's check what's going on there. I saw that they were putting a wrench in the gears over there for a little while, and it may not close until later. So here we have from last year, NHS to close Tavistock Child Gender Identity Clinic. That is so euphemistic. I hate it. I worked at the Tavistock Gender Clinic. Closing it was the right move. Yeah, no kidding. So this is the latest you can see is from about a month ago. Okay, so closure of Tavistock Gender Identity Clinic delayed. Let's see how far they're delaying advices from last month. Been delayed to March 2024, about a year later than first planned. I'm still glad they're closing it. It should be like yesterday, but at least they're making it happening happen. Service, quote, unsustainable. As Tavis, the Tavistock Clinic was rated in, as an inadequate by inspectors who visited in late 2020 after the BBC's Newsnight program reported whistleblower concerns. Gosh, I wish that our journalists in the U.S. would cover whistleblowers from, for example, the clinic in St. Louis, 
where a whistleblower came out loud and clear, progressive lesbian woman who's in a relationship with a similarly LGBT person and said, what's going on here is wrong. It needs to stop. Nothing happened. It shocks me that the UK government is more responsive to a whistleblower than the US government. I am genuinely embarrassed because the UK is so awful when it comes to free speech and other such topics. But it does look like it's starting to crumble. I was really happy to see Elon tweet that. Hopefully more along that vein is forthcoming for sure. I cannot wait until this starts to collapse in the US. I I I just can't. I can't. After abortion, this is the second biggest thing that I care about because it's so critical. Like, you can talk about tax code all you want. You can talk about rescuing the economy, economy, but if you don't have people who are happy and healthy and in their own right minds and capable of doing great things on their own, who cares about the economy? There's not going to be an economy. There won't be a country. So you need to start at the ground up. You need to think about this from the floor. So let's look. I also posted this tweet. This is what I want to wrap on. I'm shocked that I made it to 45 minutes here. Very impressed. Please clap. Um, I want to talk about Clinton, Hillary Clinton, posting about her emails. This bitch. Sorry. (laughs) I feel like you could have seen this coming because I was talking about Hillary Clinton. I would just like you to drink in this lovely picture and read this tweet. (laughs) Bringing this back in light of recent news. Get a limited edition but her emails chat hat and support at Onward Together groups working to strengthen our democracy. She is literally saying, I committed far worse crimes than Donald Trump or even Joe Biden because I wasn't president when this happened. I was secretary of state. And I put all this stuff onto unguarded servers and the and Comey came out and said that actually it probably was likely hacked, but it didn't seem like she meant to let it be hacked. So we're probably just going to let this one slide because, you know, she's Hillary Clinton after all. It's not a big deal. Insufferable. She's just trolling. Yes, she did use a picture of herself from 35 years ago. She does not look like that anymore. Surprising no one despite access to all kinds of crazy drugs for our wonderful elite. Onward Together. Let's read about Onward Together. It sounds like the George Soros Open Societies Foundation. Let's see here. Open. Onward Together Pack. Our candidates. Amy Finkenauer, Abigail Spanberger, Adam Gray, Aftab Perval, Elsie Hastings. All of these Democrats, and this is just kind of, okay, an American political action organization founded by former U.S. Secretary of State and 2016 Democratic presidential nominee, dot, 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 that would be Hillary Clinton. Okay, so this is her pack. That's fine. That's a little bit better than Open Society's Foundation. All right, so all of the comments are absolutely trashing her. Alex said, nasty woman, I would have preferred to have gotten... Much more concise. I tweeted out, and I think this is 100% true because I have I have very valid criticisms of Trump. One of Trump's biggest failings was not pursuing action against Hillary Clinton. And I stand by that, and Ryan Gerdusky tends to agree as well. Trump decided not to pursue Clinton for her emails, but he should have. Hillary and Biden need to be held accountable. How could you possibly disagree with that? Trump had the power. He and Republicans had all of the power, and they did not go after her. But it's all good. I digress. I just wanted to show you that picture because I felt the need to swear when I saw it. I was like, is she seriously posting this again? Right after what happened with Trump, she needs to be in jail. And I'm not even saying that in a lock her up kind of way. I'm saying that in a very calm, very rational way. She needs to go away for a long time if we are being just, but we're not as we can see from Trump's indictment and all that other stuff. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining me. I'm shocked we made it as long as we did. Go over to Locals if you have not already. Wonderful times. Carter Banks, thank you for joining us. Texas Ranger says, please call it Thailand, not Thailand. My father, mother is from there. Love the show. Um, I could call it ladyboy country, unfortunately, because they do things worse than we do here. But I honestly can't believe that they actually got rid of the surgery. I'm very impressed with them. 
good for them. Hopefully they are flipping the script on this ridiculous gender stuff. But yes, I will refer to it as Thailand henceforth for sure. All right, you guys. Like I said, thank you for joining me. I'm shocked I was able to make it. Really glad you weren't able to see my ridiculous red eyes. I only wish that I had been able to do something fun to acquire these eyes. But alas, it's just allergies. Stay strong if you also have allergies. It's not good, but it will be gone before you know it. Hopefully it's not so bad. You know what? It actually wasn't bad in Florida. It's only really been bad here. That's crazy to me. I would have expected to have gotten way worse in Florida, but no, it was just fine down there. So I don't know. All right, you guys, I'll catch you all possibly on Monday. We're also going to be moving. We're going to be driving 24 hours. I might do like a a voice stream type thing, uh, spaces over on Twitter. If you don't follow me over there, make sure you do that now. It's good stuff. Matthew says, good night. Good night, Matthew. Two ladies says, great show. Thank you very much. I very much appreciate that. I'm glad I managed to polish power through. I was not feeling it for sure. All right, you guys, see you later on next week. Hope you all have a great weekend and stay, stay well, stay safe, stay out of Target. Bye, guys. How's it going?